Welcome to Bodcast, the Business of Dentistry podcast, brought to you by Practice Plan. Bodcast delivers the best business advice, real life stories, and practical hints and tips to make your practice a more profitable and sustainable business. And now, here's your host. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Bodcast. Uh, my name's Johnny Drury from Practice Plan, and today I'm joined by Gareth Stainsby. Uh, thanks very much for your time, Gareth. Do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, of course, Johnny. Thank you. So my name is Gareth Stainsby. I'm a specialist financial consultant for the dental segment. So I spend my days doing financial planning for dentists. So that could be employed hospital dentists, dentists in general practice, practice owners and associates, basically um, anyone really involved in dentistry. Fantastic. That's great. Well, again, thanks for thanks for joining us. And obviously, it's a, it's a busy week um, in terms of the sort of finances of, of dentistry are concerned and sort of finances across society, really, with the um, the Chancellor's budget being announced. Today, we're just going to explore a few things um, regarding the announcement and how it could potentially impact practices and, and dentists um, across the UK. So the first, um, I, I suppose, the first thing that came out of the fact there's been a lifting of sort of the public sector pay, um, I'm guessing, Gareth, that's probably the biggest change uh, from an NHS dentist point of view. Uh, yes, um, it is. So clearly, it's really important news for anyone in the NHS and really positive news. You know, um, we've been working incredibly hard and to have the pay freeze has been very difficult. It's important to remember it's absolutely will directly impact those um, directly employed by the NHS. So those hospital dentists, those community dentists. Um, also important to say we don't know what the reward will be yet. So we know with the cost of living increases, we're expecting, Chancellor said, inflation uh, measured by CPI is expected to remain about 4% next year. So it's important to see what those changes are and are they going to be in line with real terms. The second thing I'd say is obviously for dentists in general practice, they're not employed directly from the NHS so that they won't benefit directly from the listing of the, the lifting of the pay freeze. Um, works differently in terms of their contracts if they're an NHS dentist and clearly those that are in private dentistry won't benefit. So yes, positive news overall, um, but it will depend where my dentists are, who will benefit and no one knows exactly what the numbers look like. Fantastic. And then just sort of moving on to, to other, other sort of changes we've seen. Um, I've got something down here that the, the business rates uh, re-evaluation you know, will be uh, going to every three years from 2023. Can you just give us a flavour of what sort of impact that might have financially on, on dentists and practices? Yeah, well, I think on that one specifically, it, we really will have to wait and see. In general, from what I've been hearing from businesses, dental surgeries, they've welcomed the change in revaluations down to every three years. Uh, you know, that's come down. But I do think it's fair to say overall it falls short for many. A lot of people were hoping for a root and branch change to business rates overall. Um, in addition, uh, important to remember that business rates are devolved. So um, I'm based in Scotland. Uh, so what the Chancellor announced directly impacts England and Wales, but Scotland and Northern Ireland can act slightly differently. Overall, though, what I would say is I think picking out things that will specifically impact my dental client, it's going to be the changes to business rates and what uh, was involved around that, that they will mainly pick out of yesterday's budget. So if I just pick out a few more, Johnny, there's been an extension of the annual investment allowance at £1 million. That was expected to end this year. He's now extended it to March 23. There's been a cancellation in next year's planned increase in, in the business rates multiplier, which will benefit all businesses. You know, potentially rates were going to go up, obviously, potentially more money in businesses' pockets. That's positive. 
In addition, they'll also be able to benefit from the fact there'll be no extra rates to pay on any improvements made to practice premises. So if you've got a dental practice looking to add in another surgery or do something again, that's positive news. Um, and finally, there'll be investment relief for any green technologies being introduced to the premises. So one example given was, you know, if you could put solar panels on. So that there were that things within there that I think dental practice owners will think about and think, yes, we can make use of that. Should also be noted, though, that coming down the track, we've got this corporation tax increase due in 2023 it is going to go to 25 percent. And any dental practices structures as a limited company, you know, we're going to be seeing that coming down and need to factor that in because that will still be an increase that we know about. No change from yesterday, but that was already planned in. Yeah. And uh, another um, sort of an extension, if you like, um, just reading the recovery loan scheme to help sort of firms recover from the pandemic that was that was extended is that going to have much of an impact in, in the dental sector at all gareth well i think so i've certainly uh, talked to some of my uh, dental practice owners that have taken advantage of it i'm sure more will look at it it's probably just worth refreshing um listeners to what that does just in case anyone's not aware so these were loans overdrafts also could be used for invoice or asset finance to support businesses that have been impacted severely by covid loans or overdrafts could be taken out of £25,000 or more and £1,000 or more for invoice or asset finance. Terms to repay borrowing over three to six years, depending on what you did. But the big benefit was the government guaranteed 80% of the finance, meaning that even though you went to your normal bank to obtain it, they had some certainty in terms of lending to firms at what would have typically been a difficult time. So yeah, doubtless, um, I think some more practices will look at it. Um, what I do think, though, is ultimately this is short term borrowing. It needs to be repaid. And I think what a lot of dental practice owners are more looking for is some certainty for their way out of the pandemic. And by that, I mean, you know, they're impacted by PPE fallow time in terms of the number of patients they can see. And I think some more certainty on how they emerge um, in the short to medium term will also be really important to them. But doubtless, um, it's a very useful thing competitive rates and it should be looked at um, if it can help clients tied over. And sort of directly in terms of uh, a dentist, um, there's a sort of an extension, another extension as well on a on a VAT um, exemption for dental prosthesis imports. Um, so something that's probably a bit more directed at, at dentists in this budget. Yes, definitely. So again, um, obviously VAT, you know, we know takes up a, a decent amount in terms of when you add that on. So I think anything like this is massively important for dentists. We know in terms of the prosthesis is now being used as very prevalent. Lots of practices are involved in that. So I think that's definitely a very positive thing. I also think as well, one of the things I'll come on to talk about is that expected cost of living increase as we go forward, Johnny. So therefore, anything that can save a bit of tax when raw materials themselves are likely to go up in cost is going to be a positive thing. So yes, I'm sure that will be received positively and nice to see a giveaway directly aimed at dentists because not too many other people are going to benefit from that. So those are probably the three sort of headline uh, announcements as far as dentists and practices are concerned. What Are there any other takeaways from the budget from a, from a dental perspective, Gareth, that, that dentists could be happy about? Um, well, I think a couple I picked out. So we did see, again, a lot of this budget was leaked ahead of time, as we know, much of the frustration of some members of parliament. Um, but one thing that came out was the rise in the cost of living to £9.50 per hour. So I imagine in some practices, there'll be some staff that will benefit from that. So that's a positive thing. 
thinking about it from a business owner perspective. So if you're running a dental practice, that might see you with increased staff costings. And so, again, something to consider how you will you know, absorb that and make that work. Um, also, uh, not just for dentists at all, but I think, you know, many people listen with half an ear in terms of any potential changes to alcohol duty in any budget. Um, and a couple of reasons people might be cheersing the Chancellor here was, well, I'm based in Scotland. So one of the changes means the proposed increase on whiskey duty isn't happening. That'll definitely go down well. And the Chancellor also told us we can expect the bottle of Prosecco to come down a bit in cost. So not just for dentists by any means, but a bit of cheer within there for everyone, probably. Fantastic. Obviously, there was plenty to uh, to absorb. And, and just moving sort of from the budget, just just wrapping up now in terms of financial challenges, these will have a knock on yeah. effect in the coming months. You know, can we expect any sort of other financial challenges coming down the, the line in the next few months and, and headed into the new year as far as dentists are concerned? Well, I think so. I think the biggest thing for anyone Johnny, is, is uncertainty. So as I touched on before, I think the real issue at the moment I'm hearing from my clients when I speak to my colleagues, it's the same. We're starting to see a withdrawal of government financial support for dentistry. Obviously, they've been helped a lot through uh, the pandemic. However, there's still not that clear pathway of how dentists resume normal patient numbers. You know, they're grappling, as I mentioned, with the PPE, the fallow time. And I think, you know, they're still thinking how that is going to work. And one definite impact we are seeing is a clear increase in practices, perhaps considering moving away from NHS dentistry more to the private side. And there's a bit of uncertainty around, um, you know, what's going to happen with NHS dentistry. But the good news is I know all of the devolved um, administrations are looking at this and we are expecting things to come out in the near future. And I think, secondly, we're all going to feel a cost of living increase. Things are getting more expensive. So if you're a business owner buying in raw materials, and things, then you're going to see an uplifting cost. And I think like many other business owners, uh, dental practice owners are going to be thinking, can I absorb these costs? If possible, am I able to pass it on to my patients? And I think they're the key challenges coming down the track. Thank you very much for your time, Gareth. That's really appreciative. And uh, I'm sure, sure that many dentists will be sort of absorbing that and uh, and taking them key uh, key things on board. So thank you very much for your time, Gareth. And thank you very much for listening to this latest episode of podcast. <laughs> <laughs>